Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gary Brown Jr. Three ball. Well, it's been seven long years, but the New Zealand Breakers are through to the ANBL Championship Series where they now must go through to play the Sydney Kings if they want to lift... The club's fifth title would be the first since 2015. From the bottom of the table last season to being in the final two a year later. It's been one hell of a dramatic turnaround for the Breakers under new head coach Modi Mayor and the fans are responding. Spark Arena was buzzing last night after the Breakers defeated the Tasmania Jack Jumpers 92-77 to punch their ticket. Now, Sky Sport Brook Rusco was uh, working sidelines, doing uh, all the post-match interviews, etc. as well. Um, and he witnessed it all unfold right in front of him. Uh, good morning to you, Brooke. Thanks for joining us. How about that atmosphere going down the stretch? Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me, first of all. It's a pleasure to be here working on the sidelines. I've watched you for years and trying to learn how to do it at the moment. It's, um, it's, it's cool to be here and talking to you today. And it was cool to be at Spark Arena last night. It was, like you said, it was buzzing. And I haven't heard it that loud since 2015. And Talking to a couple of the guys after and, and Andrew Mulligan and Casey Frank who have been a part of this for years and years and years. They were there in 2015 and said maybe it was even louder last night. The crowd wasn't even sold out. There's a few seats up the top that were left empty. And I imagine when it comes to the finals, it will be sold out. But it was, um, it was pretty special to be there last night and see the closeout game three and an elimination. elimination. Oh, Brock, they'll be queuing up. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you'll be there, obviously. You know, at the start of the yep. season, Modi Mayor talked about wanting to reconnect with New Zealand and re-establish a brand of Breakers basketball that fans could get behind. I think he's achieved that, hasn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think so. They play for each other, which is something that the Breakers of old used to do. And you can see it out there as well. There's accountability across the table. Um, it's a team that has come together over, you know, you think of the last two years, they were stuck in Australia with COVID and they were at the bottom of the table and to turn everything around, it's a pretty new roster. Tom Abercrombie is obviously a name that we know and love with the Breakers. He's a pillar of that organisation. But aside from him, outside of him, there's really no one. Um, Modi was there as an assistant coach, but he's come on this year and he, he's built a presence, uh, a culture in there that... It looks like it's something special. They know the job's not done, but I think they really enjoyed last night. And so they should. That was a tough outfit that they had to go against the Jack Jumpers. Uh, proven they were in the finals last year, and they went over to Tassie and got the job done over there and had to come back and, and win game three, which is always tough. But, man, they looked like some dogs last night that the breaks of old used to look like. So it's promising signs, and it's great for basketball in New Zealand. 
It was a, a little bit of, I think, fair to say, a slow start. Um, the Jack yeah. Jumpers went on an early run. Uh, the breakers took forever, it seemed, to get into gear. Nervous, you think, nerves? Yeah, nerves was a part of it. They weren't aggressive. Aggression's been their thing all year long, and both coaches said before the game, whoever comes out and sets the tempo is going to help them go a long way. And I thought the same thing when the Jack Jumpers came out and kind of laid the first punch and were kind of going for their haymaker at the start. I was like, this is worrying signs. And the breakers didn't shoot well from deep all game long, and, and that's a promising sign for them going forward. They, they didn't shoot the ball well from deep. They still scored 92 points. They still didn't let that affect their defense and held the Jack Jumpers to what I think was 77 points after a slow start as well. So I think nerves was a factor, probably expected. The crowd was loud at the start. We talked about it. There was this nervous excitement that was kind of drawing in the stadium. Um, and once Barry Brown Jr. got on, I think he kind of helped find a little bit of momentum and, and just keep the, the scoreboard ticking. Um, but that start is something that they will need to address, and I think they will over the next... It's weird. They go into the speed windows. So they've got a break of maybe two weeks, uh, but there's a lot of time to address um, some of the kinks that they had, and promising signs, once again, that they can score 92 and not shoot the ball well from deep. Uh, interesting. There was a couple of interesting uh, scenarios. Uh, at one stage, uh, Modi Moore went small with his lineup halfway through the third quarter when they were up by 10. Why do you think he went small at that point? Uh, foul troubles was a, a big factor. Uh, Eric Parton has been huge all year. Jarrell Brantley has been huge all year. And they're the biggest for the breakers, but it was an aggressive game. Um, both players, you could tell. Just they, they wanted to leave it all on the floor, but in doing that, there was a risk of them picking up their force, potentially their fifth foul. And I just don't think he wanted to risk it. He went to Cam Glidden, who played in game one, sat in game two, and, and played big minutes in game three last night. And he didn't score, but what he did was he, he spread the floor, and that's something that the breakers desperately needed. They had to respect his three-point shooting. and um, It was a risk. you got to roll the dice, but he trusted his team. I, I saw when Pharrell Brantley was walking off, and Jarrell's been huge for them all year. In my eyes, Barry Brown Jr.'s, you know, he's potentially been the MVP, but Jarrell's knocking on the door of being the MVP of the breakers all year long. And, he just pulled him aside and said, you need to trust your boys right now. And he said, I do. And they came out and delivered, not just for Coach Modi, but they delivered for Jarrell as well. And you roll the dice and, and sometimes it works. And last night it worked. Derek Parton, you mentioned his name before um, as one of the bigs under the rim. It looked very strong last night. They won the offensive battle 16-7. to um, Going forward, that's going to be uh, an eagerly awaited clash against uh, Xavier Cooks. Oh, I, I can't wait. Xavier Cooks is a, a freak, and if you do get the chance to watch Xavier, I don't think he's going to be on this side of the planet for very long. I think he's going to go off to the NBA, but if you do get the chance to drop down and see him while he's here, I'd say he's one of the guys that you need to see. But watching him go against, I think Tommy might be matched up on, on him at the start, but getting into the paint, Derek Pard and Jarrell Brantley, they're all going to have to have a go. We're trying to stop him, and, and easier said than done. But last night, Derek Pardon and, and all season long, he just owned the paint. He He's not the most skillful guy down there, but he will give you heart. He'll give you hustle. He's got the height as well. So one thing you know you're going to get from him is every single position, not every night, every single position, he's going to give you all he's got. And, and rebounding is huge. And breakers of old, if you think about it, the Mika Vakonas and the Gary Wilkinsons and the Dylan Boucher, they didn't have all the height in the world, but they had heart. And rebounding is huge when it comes to winning playoffs games. And, and if they can keep this up... Who knows, breakers could be hanging up banner number five in the rafters as fuck. 
We're talking to uh, Brooke Grasco, of course, who was uh, courtside uh, conducting all the interviews as part of the commentary team last night for Sky Sport. Do a great job too, by the way. Um, all of you guys, it uh, really does generate the atmosphere for us. It's, it's terrific. Now, we know that uh, Modi Mayor bases a lot of his strategies around defence, but you, you look at the breakers last night. They led. Uh, they were in charge in points from turnovers, 29-14. Second chance points, 19-17. Bench points, 53-24. Uh, all by a considerable margin. Uh, that would kind of suggest they certainly got the attack as well. Yeah, they do. And at the start of the season, I'll be honest, I was a bit of a sceptic because some of the, the wins that they were getting, they were scoring 60 points, 70 points. They were holding teams to these low scores, but I was like, at the end of the season when it matters, you're still going to have to fill it up. And as the season has gone on, I'm so glad that I was proven wrong. And they are starting to fill it up. Game two, um, they kind of lost their way, but game three, we saw the breakers there. We have seen for the last month or so, and ticking all the right boxes. It was a bit of a test match for the series, and um, they kind of threw that out at the end and, and just went with what they know best, and, and that's kind of proven. And there was proof in the pudding, and it's, it's working for them at the moment. But they ticked every box, rebounding, turnovers, points off turnovers. Like you said, they converted from the free-throw line. I don't think they missed a free-throw last night, which... In a playoff game, elimination game, with all the pressure on the line, you've got everybody watching to go 24-24, I think it was. It's, it's bananas. It's berserk. And it's going to help you go a long way to winning not just the game, but winning the championship as well. So if they can keep that up, if they can protect the ball, uh, if they can get Will McDowell-Wyden, he's the name that we haven't seen much in that series. And Tasmania did a great job of getting the ball out of his hand and making someone else the decision-maker. But to me, he's the head of the snake for the breakers. He's their point guard, and if he can get going, that's another promising sign that if he can get going, man, who knows? I, I would have. There's no way that I would have thought that I would be sitting here at this time of the year, at the start of the year, talking to you about man, the Breakers are in the finals, and and they have a serious shot of winning a doubtful that they're taking on the Sydney Kings. Are no joke, and they're the champions last year. Chase Buford is an amazing coach. They they're going to be ready. Um, they've been the standard. They have definitely been the standard for the last two years, if not the last three years. And it's going to be a challenge, but uh, I think the Breakers can do it. I think they can do it too. And uh, when they look back and and on the season, one of the big areas you you look to um, review the season on is how well you recruited. To be fair, and how well that mm-hmm. recruitment you've got of meshed together. Uh, you put the names uh, Derek Pardon, Jarrell Brantley, and Barry Brown Jr. in this mix. Um, that is a, a massive tick in that column, surely. <laughs> Without a doubt. And even to go backwards, we all thought with the loss of Finlandia and Yanni Wetzel last year, two amazing Kiwis, you just can't get those guys. That it was going to be a tough season for the Breakers to recruit, but um, in a rebuilding season for them to get back into the championship, it's, it's unbelievable. And, and they have, they they recruited so well. I think the Breakers are the best when it comes to recruiting the, the next NBA stars as well. Rian Rupier has been, he's been a standout for them. He doesn't play huge minutes, but when he's out there, he just shows his, his weight and value. And I think he's sitting at 12 or 13 on the NBA mock draft at the moment as well. And I know that they're talking to uh, next year's, next generation of um, NBA star that could be coming over as well. So they're, they're, they've nailed it and Coach Modi deserves a lot of credit and the coaching staff and the organisation and everyone behind the scenes that managed to put the team together you know recruiting Isaiah Liafa was huge as well he's a standout point guard for New Zealand and he's been away for the last couple of years proved himself with the South East Melbourne Phoenix and signed a couple of years and the way it's going I think you know talking to him behind the scenes I think he'll be here for a while especially the way that they're going at the moment so and Gladden's another great signing for me you know older guy 
Tom Vodonovich won last year with the Sydney Kings. You get a Kiwi boy back, and he's been excited to play. Rob Lowe, who he isn't a new recruit, but he's been sitting on the bench for the last two years, and he showed last night his value and um, how important he is to the breakers that he has all year long. And just his experience, he's a smart player. He's a tall black. He can stretch the floor. He makes the right decisions. They recruited well, but also once you recruit well, you got to somehow build a culture around those guys because, man, you aren't together forever. And especially when you're in year one, you've got to do something. And whatever Coach Modi's done in there, accountability has been a huge thing. I know that for sure. But um, he's he's done something right. And uh, the way he's going, if he loves the breakers, I think he'll be around for a while. Brooke, uh, there's a little bit of a, a concern, but I, I guess it applies to both uh, the Kings and the Breakers. Uh, no basketball really as a franchise till March the 3rd because of the international window. Do you think that will affect momentum for either side? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it favours the Sydney Kings just a little bit more. One, they've got home advantage. Two, they were here last year. so They went through this window last year with a very similar team. Um, so they know the ins and outs of this. They won having this feeble window last year, sitting and then getting into the, the finals. They have that experience. I don't know if it's going to be enough. And being a Breakers fan, I hope that it's not, but I think it does favour them. One thing it does also favour for the Breakers, though, is Barry Brown Jr., who has been huge, is missing a sore hand. And I, I, I'm still like, he had 32 last night, so does he really need to rest? But you could also see him favouring the ball on at times or dribbling to the left and, and kind of losing the ball or losing where he wants to go. So just so the class of him to score, score 32 when it matters most. But I think also having him, you know, sit for a couple of weeks and really resting that hand and hopefully getting him back to 100% will help the breakers go that, that much further. But Xavier Cooks, who's someone else that we've talked about a lot already and will continue to talk about over the next couple of weeks, he's nursing a bit of an injury as well. So for him to have time to breathe and rest, it's going to help the Kings as well. So... You know, it's 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 six in this one, half a dozen in the other. But if, if I'm being honest with myself at heart, I think it does favour the Kings just a little bit more. Brooke, can you tell us uh, what the format will be uh, from March the 3rd onwards in terms of um, this final series? Yeah, so it's 2-2-1. It's, it's two, two, so two games are in Australia. The first two games are in Sydney. Second two games are going to be in New Zealand. And then final one, if needed will be back in Sydney. So it's the best of three, best of five, sorry, so first two and three. So let's just say that Sydney wins the first two and then they happen to win game three in in New Zealand at Spark. Then that's the series. The same thing as the Breakers win one over there and then they win the next two at home, they'll win the series in four. So um, it is a break and, and then March 3rd is there. And now I, I think the next game is the 10th of March over in Sydney as well, if I'm off the top of my head. So, yeah, there's, there's big breaks, uh, which... For a breakers season and this season in particular, it's it's been a game almost every three four days. So, as an athlete, as a player, that's what you love. It's less training, so these boys are going to have to do a lot of training. And Coach Modi is meticulous when it comes to video and, and talking to Tommy after the game yesterday. He said that they got an absolute. He's never been ripped out more than after game two, and you know it worked. They they came out and maybe a bit of a slow start, but once they found that rhythm. Uh, it kind of it showed that they had been ripped out, and there was there was something there. And even talking to Tommy after the game, you could just see it, and you could hear it in his voice, and just having the crowd there and how loud it was. And he's been through the highs and lows, and he's won four championships with the Breakers, and they came last last year. So he knows every millimeter of the Breakers. He knows every high. He knows every low. And I could hear it last night from him that he was excited, um, relieved, 
happy, uh, joyful, just all the superlatives that you could use for Tommy and how he was feeling last night. It was showing after that game. Brock, um, I've got to say, I, I can hear it even now, the, the enthusiasm in your voice. I mean, obviously, one, you've got a love for the game, but you've got a, a, a love also for the broadcasting. How have you found it? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking about uh, interviewing the likes of Sean Marks. How have you found it this year? Oh, man, uh, honestly, talking to you, uh, it, it, it's um, maybe after this I need to grab your number and talk to you and just ask you a whole bunch of questions because I watch you do it and it's like, you're like a fish in water, and then I get out there, and I'm like, oh, my God, how does he do that? Oh, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm loving it, though. <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, it's, it's one of those things that the more you do it, time in the saddle, it's, it's become easier over the year. But I always watch something get back and be like, why did I say this, or why did I do that, or I should have gone this way, or that was too fast, or that was too slow. or You know, you overpick everything. But overall, uh, for me to be around basketball again, doing something that I love, um, I've, I've enjoyed every moment of it, and everyone's kind of, um, the Sky team in particular have, have taken me in and, and given me great advice. And, um, I'm very grateful and blessed to, to be a part of it and, and be on the journey, I guess, with Sky and with the Breakers. You've done a great job, mate. Um, I can tell you that. Oh, you're doing a great it. job. I, lo- I, I love your enthusiasm and I love the fact that you're available to us this morning, uh, the morning after. <laughs> look, forward to that f- look forward to that final series. It's going to be one hell of a, uh, an event, I'm sure. And uh, I've, I rate us. I rate us a big, big chance. And that's just not being yeah, stupid. Absolutely. That's uh, just on the little knowledge I have. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Brooke. It's been terrific talking to you, mate. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Cheers, uh, Brooke Rusco there, uh, part of the Sky Commentary team. Wow, um, that's cool. It's on. It's on. We're in the grand final.